Here is part two of Jade and I's conversation about sex. And we are just going to jump right in here and talk about hookup culture. And with being fluid, you know, that just adds a whole other thing. Yeah. <laughs> to it, hookup culture it, well, and dating. It kind of adds like a whole other dimension of like confusion and like how, you know, a way to examine like your boundaries within hooking up with people too. Yeah. And being um, able to be like honest with people when you go out and stuff. And like, can you separate your emotions from just pure, you know, sex with someone? Not everyone can do that. And yeah. a lot of people find out later that they just can't do that. Some people can't in certain phases of their lives, but then later on they can separate themselves yeah. from emotion and think of it as just a hookup, just sex. But it could be damaging too, you know, for um, people that haven't like understood that within themselves, like their own boundaries with mm -hmm. hooking up with someone knowing yourself and if you can or can't separate that emotion from the hookup yeah i mean mm -hmm. yeah just i'm speaking from my experiences like yeah i definitely went through a long phase of hookup culture like i was definitely involved and i remember there'd be a lot of times where i'd hook up with a guy and maybe i wasn't even like enjoying it but i just you know did it because it was easier than like not following through with it in the moment and then after, I would feel just depressed and really, like, shitty about myself. Used. Used and, like, you know, ashamed that I put myself in that situation once again. Yep, I felt that And I lot. didn't really get any joy or, like, empowerment from it. Yeah. And um, so then for a long time, I was like, okay, I, I can't, like, hook up with people that I don't know. Like, I'm so over the meaningless hookups. And um, I just want to be able to connect, you know. They don't deserve that. Do you and, think we're, like, moving away from meaningless hookups and moving towards, like, the old-fashioned way, the yeah. sacredness of I, hooking up? Or is it, like, I think that, are we just being open to all of it? <laughs> I, think, I think we are. I think that, honestly, I think that COVID has definitely played, like, an impact in how people want... I think people crave more connection these days like human connection yeah and i also think that a lot of people are just terrified of that connection too of being vulnerable and so that's why it's just so much easier to just hook up and fuck to get that yeah. instant gratification of that you know but it's like i think people deep down are beginning to crave more of that like intimacy of the old-fashioned way of doing things yeah. which is like we're gonna go out and i'm gonna give you build the tension yeah build up the yes. tension yeah I'm not going to give it up on the first date. Like I've that actually, kind of thing. I found a lot of like power in that sense. Yeah. In the last year, I've done that a bit more. I was never really great at the hookup culture because mm -hmm. I didn't know how to separate my feelings at all. I didn't either. I was always like, oh, we're having sex. Now we have to talk all the time. Uh -huh. Or like now we're involved. And yeah. we're, I'm like, I would get upset if... The I didn't guy. hear back from them yeah. ever again. <laughs> it was like, just like, no, thank you. I was like, excuse what? me? You would expect like, it, you know, 100%. And he was like, what are you? Like, we don't we even know fucked. each other. Like, I thought we were just fucking. Mm -hmm. And I was always thinking that that had to lead to a relationship. Mm -hmm. Me too. Or that it had to be something really meaningful. So, yeah, like that was the only way. Yeah, yeah, I was really bad at that. And so now 
I still like haven't done a whole lot of hooking up because I've been going through my own sexual trauma and healing healing and that kind of makes you feel like you don't want to be touched at all yeah a lot of the time um but with a couple of guys in the past year I was really really trying to hold off on having sex because I wanted to take that power back and Mm -hmm. I wanted to know that I was choosing to have sex with them. Mm -hmm. And it was kind of great because I was like weirdly getting showered with gifts from a couple of them. And I was like, what is happening? Like, I feel very like I was being courted. Yeah. I was like, oh, and then, you know, I, I didn't end up having sex with all of them yeah i only got together with one of them and i'm not saying there was like 10 or 15 people i I just like (laughs) i'm not trying to sound like i didn't get that vibe yeah just like three different guys that i was intermittently seeing through the last year but um yeah these like i don't know i felt like there was a lot more of me taking like control back and i was Mm -hmm. like okay this is nice because now as cheesy as this sounds, like I was like, oh, I like get to know them. Yeah. And I get to decide if I actually if want you to enter to... into my body. Exactly. Like <laughs> and that is so that is such a good way to like take your power back as a woman. Yeah. Like I love that. And uh from my own experience of like, you know, taking it slow with guys and not hooking up the first time we meet and actually going on doing things. I've noticed that, like, because I'm kind of, I am aware of my own boundaries and my own self-respect. Yeah. Uh, I am treated better. Mm-hmm. Yeah. By these men and these, you know, in my experience at least recently. And like again, like you just get to know them better. And if they don't have that respect for you, you can be like, "Yo, fuck off!" Mm-hmm. Like, you don't get to touch this at all. No. You know, and no. that's so nice. I'm preserving this for me. Yeah. Sorry. Sorry, my vibrator does a great job. I'll just go home. Exactly, dude. Thank you. (laughs) I'm not going to waste another, but I'm not going to tally up my body count again for no reason. So it's a learning lesson. Now I feel like I'm at a point where I'm like becoming so much more confident in my sexuality because I'm exploring it more that like if I want to have sex with a man or someone that I meet and, you know, date, I, if I want to, then I'm going to yeah and i'm not it doesn't have to be this emotional thing like i can separate it now and i can do it just because i physically just want to do it i always felt like to i would be upset with myself after i hooked up with somebody because i couldn't separate my emotions and because i wasn't getting the emotion that i wanted during sex Mm. like i was thinking okay sex needs to be this really passionate connecting experience Mm -hmm. and I wasn't getting that so my emotions were confused yeah and then I wouldn't get the validation afterwards so I was like what just happened like I just I I felt so used yeah and it like that can get really confusing I think that I definitely thought for a long time that sex had to be this emotionally charged like you know cosmic experience which Mm -hmm. it totally can and it's beautiful when it is but it's also rare 
Yeah. But it's special when it does happen that way. But you can also just have sex to just be a have freak. Sex. And like now <laughs> and that and if have you fun know more. If you're being safe. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and you know your worth and your boundaries and you're respecting yourself first. And you are the person who's making the conscious decision to be involved. Yes. You're deciding to have it happen. So it can still be it's your this- choice. It, the experience is what, like, at that point, what you make of it. Yes, if you make exactly. that conscious choice, like, you know, not to say that it's going to be this magical, mystical experience just because you want it to be. But, like, it can be whatever you want it to be. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm having a hard time finding my words for what I'm trying if to it's, say. If it's not magical or whatever, it's not what you're wanting it to be, then... Just please remember that you have the choice and the voice and the power to get up and walk away. You can get out. You don't have to submit and stay in it just because you're already there. Yeah. You can say no at any time. If I could tell my younger self that, you can get up and leave. (laughs) I feel like I could have saved myself from so much So much hurt. Yeah. So much just, yeah. 100%. Like, women, people, anyone listening who has been in this experience like and have has felt like they didn't have of their voice during like a sexual like you didn't encounter like you didn't yeah just know it's your body your choice yeah exactly yeah and like let them know that yeah let them know that beforehand tell them what's up smack their face and be Uh like no i said it was a no for me yeah you cannot pee on me Uh uh-huh I don't know why I keep coming to that back. No one, no one has tried to pee on me recently, and I have never been beat on, so I don't know why that's coming up. Also, if you are having sex with someone and you just haven't talked about the boundaries before, like what's okay, what's not okay, a lot of people have sexual trauma, and so it's important to talk about boundaries before fucking because and just asking if they're comfortable don't slap someone during sex because you think it's hot without asking their permission first somebody spit on me once and i was like i did not also don't do that it was and that's not to say that i did like, not want your saliva on my face i just didn't want it i you know i was like you could just ask also <laughs> ask before you get to the booty hole area <laughs> yeah 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 anyways <laughs> <laughs> yeah goddamn Oh, yeah. Uh, you know, and thinking about like those events where I felt like I had no choice or, you know, that I was really taken advantage of and going through all of that. I actually recently was watching the show, The Good Morning Show, or the not The Good Morning, The Morning Show. Have you seen mm-hmm. it? It's this really popular show on Apple TV with Jennifer Aniston and Reese Witherspoon. It's really good, but it's kind of triggering because it's... I love all these women coming out with their... Like Drew Barrymore and fucking... I know, dude. Oh, my God. But it's like this show that's loosely based off of these events that happened on Morning America where the anchor, this male anchor, was found out to have caused a lot of... He, like, took advantage of all these women that he worked with in the workplace. And... He kept saying his defense, at least in the show. I don't know the real story. In the show, oh, and it's Steve Carell. 
he plays the creepy oh. guy. So it's really weird because I hate seeing him in that role. But yeah, because he love does Steve a Carell. yeah, he does I a really him. good job. <laughs> and his character is explaining. He's like, but none of these women said no. They were they were sober. There was no like I wasn't raping them. And the women's point was. And it it, just, it got so confusing because the women were like, but you put me in a situation where I felt like I couldn't say no. Mm-hmm. You were this lead anchor who, you know, calls the shots on the show. And we were you invited me up to your hotel room. I thought you were being a nice guy. And then all of a sudden you were coming on to me and I froze and I didn't know what to do. And all of a sudden it was happening. Mm hmm. And his point was like, well, you never said no. You never walked away. I'm like getting chills talking about this because he's like, you never walked away. And it's like, but you put somebody in that situation. Like, just ask. Why do we assume that women, all women believe that they have that option when that first happens to them? Yeah. Or maybe the second time or the third time. Just like, any time. Any time. Like, if I am, if, if you're is, in that situation as a fucking woman who's being, I don't know, if you're with a predatory dude who's like trying to make moves and you feel uncomfortable all of a sudden and you freeze, I go into fight or free or there's fight or flight, but there's also freeze. Yeah, mode. fight, flight or freeze. I freeze a lot because I'm anxious as fuck and you're usually fearful, you're scared and you don't know what could happen if you escalate the situation. I have literally with a man. fought. There's so many The off. stories that we have, you know, grown up li- hearing of women trying to say no and like what happens when they do. Like It's worse a lot yeah. of the time. I don't think or a like lot of girls these... want to know what, what could happen if they tried to stood yeah. up. Yeah. And like these women were saying like, well, you were in charge of my job. Mm-hmm. And he was like, oh, so your job was just that important to you? And it's like, dude, like you. I mean, that's in manipulative this, oh, as yeah, fuck. Manipulative as fuck, yeah. for sure. But there's this great saying, if it's not a hell yes. It's a fuck no. It's a fuck no. It's just fuck no. Yep. Like if you are not feeling 100%, especially in these sexual situations, because that can apply to so many things. Like I feel that on a social level as well. Yeah. I'm like, oh, if I am not like hell yeah about this social engagement, I no, don't think I'm gonna go. Don't force it. Cause I always feel really uncomfortable. And it's, it's not true to like what you yeah. yeah. And then I'm like upset with myself later because mm-hmm. I forced myself to go. And sometimes it's good to do things sometimes that make you to push go, yourself. But you know in this sense, especially in a sexual sense, mm-hmm. if you are getting any feeling that is like no. It's not trust 100%. It. Yeah, dude, fucking trust it. Trust because it. I, I came through with... I, I just ended up having all of this, like, trauma in my head because I ended up in these situations that I felt like I had no choice and I didn't know what to do. I was, like, a young teenager. Yeah. You know, and that... Because we have been raised to seek male validation and if we were being wanted by a man if even if we weren't wanting it to happen we were still being wanted and given attention which like a lot of women equates equated that to love you know growing up yes i know that's a thing for a lot of women yes dude and but you know i think it's you gotta take your power back and 
what do I want first? Because if you think about it, you know, like that situation you were talking about, um, the host for it was Good Morning America. Yeah, I think it was Good Morning America. So him saying, well, you didn't say no. And I invited you to my hotel room. You didn't say no or anything like you didn't tell me that is in itself. It just kind of exemplifies like the selfishness that plays in these uh situations yeah it's not just about you and what you want exactly it's a whole other person that is the most like self-centered thing and that's uh disgusting yeah and it's disrespectful and it's predatory and it's not not it gross yeah it's it's not it dude it's not it it's not that's not like a good thing to do as a human it's not And, and you know and we won't keep going into our trauma because that could That's be a, a long, whole other. It's just a long road. Yeah. But, um, in there. <laughs> you know, with uh, back to the sexuality part, like when I and I know when we talked about this, going through your sexual experiences, especially the traumatic ones, it can really cause like this almost like asexuality oh, where yeah. you don't want to be with anybody you don't want to be sexualized like it's just you kind of shut down yeah yeah and that was kind of a weird thing to go through because it was really recent for me and I was like well do do I like mm-hmm. actually am I a sexual person I was or turned like, off for a long time too yeah like, I was so confused I was too because I was this like I grew up being I had so much like hypersexuality in me yes I just talked about that the other day yeah I like looked at term up because I needed to understand what it was yeah and it was it was kind of interesting because hypersexuality if you don't know I'm actually going to read the definition really quick because it was really interesting one of the definitions that comes up is hypersexuality is an excessive preoccupation with sexual fantasies urges or behaviors that's difficult to control But what I found that was a little more of an accurate understanding of it is when I looked up hypersexuality and trauma. Mm -hmm. So this one says that hypersexualizing oneself is when you sexualize yourself more than your standard amount. It often comes from internalizing sexual objectification that was enforced or they use the word thrusted, which is just so triggering. So I don't love that word. But um, so internalizing the sexual objectification that was put upon you Mm -hmm. and this starts younger and it's you molding your self-worth. I was literally going to say that I was like me growing up. I was hypersexual. Yeah. And it was because I I thought my worth came from my sexual objectification from yeah. men dude that's exactly how i felt because i would receive attention so i catered to that and i played on that and because I, that's they how became, i received they became one in the same that's how i thought that i was like validated and mm-hmm. worth something yeah i was like i worth have love. to be sexual that was the way i was gonna get a boyfriend yeah mm-hmm. i was like this is how people it's how girls should be yeah it's yeah. how love is mm-hmm. you just have to be sexual you have to be sexy and you have to attract them And so becoming or going through a period of asexuality and not having any sexual feelings and not wanting to be sexualized, yeah, no desires, it's really confusing because if you grow up 
being really hypersexual and just being a sexual person in general, like even as a young adult, like then having all this come up, you're like, wait a second, am I sexual? Am I not sexual? Should I be sexual? What is sexy? Yeah. What am I being it for? So then you just dive into this, like, who the fuck am I uh-huh. situation? And it's, that just gets so confusing. Yeah. I, uh, I can tell you that like how you said you are going through a phase or you said recently you're experiencing mm-hmm. like this, the shutting off of just not being interested in like sex, like don't touch me, don't objectify me, don't sexualize me. I go through that very often as well. Like I'll go through phases and um, I think so my friend yesterday actually was telling me she was like, we were talking about this and she was like, you're going to find, eventually you're going to find, you know, how to be sexy for yourself. And it's not going to relate or it's not going to involve anyone else besides yourself. Yeah. You being sexy is going to be something you that. do for yourself. Yeah. So. And that kind of goes back to like the romanticizing things in your own life. Mm-hmm. Like back to being, self-love. Yeah. Just self-love, like being sexy for yourself. That's such a cool way to, to, phrase that because it's always been marketed towards men yeah and other people from women you have to for something else outside of yourself they have to tell you for approval yeah yeah like you have to feel sexy because other other people are going to tell you that you are or aren't Mm -hmm. and if you don't just fall into that category then you're like just you're like oh i'm not hot so this sucks yeah and it's just yeah it's It's letting their opinion create your worth and it's not your worth isn't that just takes your you power being away. sexy. Exactly. <laughs> and I, if you I can't want. possibly be it. <laughs> Ugh, being sexy is knowing your worth. How about yeah. that? That's sexy. Ooh, I love that. I love that. Oh my God. I love that. That makes me feel really good. Yeah. And like want to be like empowered with my sexiness. Yes. Because I feel like. It, it, Own your sexiness. And as recent as I've been having that experience, I mean, it's like, I thought I was over it. So then I got involved in this situation with this open couple that we both know. And I mean, I love them and they're such like close friends of mine. And there's a lot of respect and understanding there. But I didn't realize, like I thought I was ready. And then after it happened, I was really uncomfortable. I wanted to cry. I was like just... I felt so vulnerable. I was not feeling good and I couldn't figure out what it was. Mm -hmm. And I was like, Oh, I'm just not ready to be sexualized yet. I'm still not in a place where I feel sexy for myself. Mm -hmm. And, and it's not just like the sexual trauma that does that either. Like, we talked about living with your parents and how that affects your sexuality as well. And that has been a big thing for me too. I'm like, I'm not sexy. I'm like living with my freaking mom and dad. That's not hot. Mm -hmm. Like I don't feel super. Yeah. I just don't feel sexy. And that's like an area that I think is something that each person kind of explores within themselves and like strengthens and like gets to know more within themselves on their own terms you know yeah and 
I think it's like important to take back ownership over that side of yourself, like your sexiness. And if you're not feeling it right now, that's okay. Like you have to heal through what you have to heal through, but you you can come back to it later on and it's always going to be there for you and you only first. Yeah. And I have to remind myself that too cuz like sometimes I like will go out like to the gym or something let's say and I'm like I'll catch myself like looking around at men because I feel like I'm being looked at and then it makes me feel really uncomfortable mm -hmm. because like I I've always I'm like oh, I know what they're thinking about me like they're probably sexualizing me but then I have to remind myself that like that's not my that's not my business I'm not gonna let like what men could be how I could be being perceived or sexualized stop me from owning my own yeah. sexiness like their validation and showing up sexy matter. it's yeah. nothing to do with them and it's, it's not for I, you i want to feel it's way. for me yeah yes. absolutely exactly no, and feel you. sometimes it's confusing too because i still seek that validation mm -hmm. and not just for men just from anybody at i this do too point. like <laughs> if like, honestly I, I do too if i get all like cute and you know ready to go for the evening and like we went out a couple weeks ago um, to Beacon and I was like wearing this super sexy little black dress and, you know, no bra, like free nip in it, just looking so cute. And I was like, why is no one hitting on me? Yes. I was like, where is this validation that I look really hot right now? And I, <laughs> I was really upset. I question that too, but like, honestly, I realized that part of me just likes attention. Like I there's a part of me that likes to be acknowledged Dude, for yes. for me thinking of what I think about myself. Yes. Like acknowledge that. And that's hot of you to do. Yes. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. And there's like, nothing wrong with that. You don't need to like make me feel like you want to hook up. But if somebody just comes up to me and they're like, you look so wow. good. I'm like, thank you. Thanks. I like thank you. I put like work and yeah. I'm like feeling good about myself. Yeah. So like just somebody else to be like hey, I see you. And like, I think that you did that work. That's, like, you look hot. Yes. And I'm like, thank you. That's also another thing that I just want to say is like, I saw someone bring this up recently that like, we should be complimenting others a lot more than we do. Yes. Because when we compliment others, we are like creating the space for ourselves to receive compliments easy more easily yes and uh that opens a way for more self-love i each love person. That. yeah i love complimenting people it's very fun i want to make everyone feel good exactly and like you just never know whose like day you're gonna make you exactly. know exactly like just a random person even when i like i went to starbucks the other day and the girl was like, oh my gosh, I love your jewelry. Like the aesthetic you have is just so cute. And I was like, thank you. That just made me feel so good. Just some random girl just like made my day. That's so sweet. And like, so I don't know, just those little things where if you see something that you like, like say something. Yeah. Not in like a creepy fucking just, way. Just casual. Yeah. I don't know. Just it's a just nice like, little way. It could be nicer. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Sexuality. You can turn it on. You can turn it off. Yes. But it's always up to you yes that's like <laughs> such a good main point with sexuality is especially with that trauma and like the asexual like all of that not feeling the sexiness like coming back and owning your sex like not just your sexiness but when you are in sex mm -hmm. you are having the sex mm -hmm. <laughs> you are 
doing the horizontal Coitus. tango, the naked, <laughs> the naked rum rumbus. No wait, what? The coitus. There's a quote in Mrs. Doubtfire that she's like, "Are you gonna do the horizontal tango?" That's whole. You gonna do the naked naked something? I don't know. It's so great, dude. I'm but stealing that. Yeah, just like having having that ownership, setting those boundaries knowing what you're comfortable with or knowing that you're exploring yourself mm -hmm. and exploring other people. And yeah. Like, you're just as important as the person who's doing the sex with you. Yeah. You know, you like, are and both you have there to or many of you keep are that in the forefront. Maybe many of you. Yeah. I don't know. Who knows? Keeping yourself aware during those situations that you do have power, you have choice and you are, a human being that deserves respect and it's something that you want to experience you feel comfortable and you feel safe you want to do it just keep those keep all of those at the forefront of it before you uh seal the deal if you are asexual and because there are people out there that just do not give any they have no interest in sex they just right. don't feel that way that's totally fine too because yeah sex is not life there's so much more to life then sex and i know our culture and the media sells it and pushes it heavily because it sells yeah uh there are people that just don't feel that way yeah and that's totally okay you can get like, connection through way so many other different forms. yeah you're you're still a human that deserves that respect and connection mm -hmm. and love from and other love, people yeah. yep. so sex isn't everything no but for those who are having the sexy, just make it enjoyable. Yeah. Ha make sure that you're enjoying it. And if you're not, stop. Yeah. Because sex should be enjoyable. Mm -hmm. And if you don't feel respected, don't put yourself through that. Yeah, don't. It's not worth it. It's not worth it, guys. It's really not. Get yourself a nice toy. Maybe and read a little sexy um, novel. Yeah. They're like sexy podcasts now. Ooh. I know. I would listen to one. I have not checked it out. <laughs> but I've heard they're pretty fun. That's it's fun. just like auditory porn. Yeah, that's it's a called. Yeah. It's a better way to like, you know, because I'm sorry. Then you're not porn is pretty so aggressive, dude. Yeah. And I'm like, who looks like that? Using my get, ears and my mind. More. Yeah, then you Using get to my have brain your own imagination, which is really hot. <laughs> totally. Yeah. Just yeah, having that body autonomy, owning owning your sex. Mm-hmm knowing what's going on you know just all of that is really really important and it is your temple first yeah and if you are going through this period of like fluidity and confusion and finding yourself and yeah just not knowing if you know you're straight you're bi you're pan you're you're just a human it's okay to like go through this fluid state you know there's no like one destination that you yeah. need to come to either it's a you know i think it's an ever-evolving process you know it should be a fun exploration like a curious one and it should stem out of just self-love i think mm -hmm. yeah so. getting to know yourself better yes yeah and keep uh, in mind this idea of the romantic orientation because that was something so new to me mm -hmm. and i love knowing that i love knowing that too yeah because yeah. attraction can happen in so many different ways it's not just about sexual attraction exactly so that's great i love it oh my god yeah he fucking is the loudest goddamn stomper who is that my stepdad oh my god, so fucking dude. annoying dude I'm like okay he takes a lot of adderalls oh well there we go that makes sense yeah so just remember guys if it's not a hell yeah 
It's a fuck no. Once again, you guys got to hear from Jade and I, which is always so much fun and gets just ridiculous. It's all over the place. I absolutely love it. At some point, there is a lot of stomping in the background. Her stepdad had gotten home and was walking on the floor so loudly. So you do hear us comment on that just because it was kind of hysterical and, you know, just living with your parents. It has its ups and downs. I do hope you all enjoyed the conversation we had surrounding fluidity and sex and all the other things mixed in there because it was really fun for us to dissect these different points. And we are both very much enjoying becoming more fluid in our own lives. So there you go.